Hello and welcome to Carmichael Clan Radio, the official podcast of Clan Carmichael USA. Welcome back to another episode of Carmichael Clan Radio. On today's show, we are honored and excited to be joined by Andrew Carmichael, the younger of Carmichael. With the first gathering in six years coming up this June, we wanted to have Andrew join the show to talk about clan gatherings both past and present. Andrew has grown up around gatherings his entire life and has both witnessed and taken part in some of the biggest moments in clan Carmichael history. So we were happy to have him join us to talk about some of these moments from past gatherings. 2023 will mark the 40th year that Chief Richard has organized gatherings at Carmichael. In this episode, Andrew also shares with us a little about what is planned for the highly anticipated clan gathering this June, and shares just a small part of what we have to look forward to. If you're interested in attending the 2023 clan gathering, you can follow the link from the Clan Carmichael USA homepage or visit Clan Carmichael International at www.carmichael.co.uk. If you've not visited the Clan Carmichael USA website recently, make sure to stop by again to learn more about how you can become a member or how to get involved in Clan Carmichael USA. If you're still not a member, we hope you'll consider joining and becoming part of one of the best clans today. Visit www.clancarmichaelusa.com to learn more or to become a member of Clan Carmichael today. Also, please consider making a tax-deductible contribution to the Clan Carmichael Scholarship Fund or the Clan Carmichael Restoration Fund. There is now a Donate button right at the top of Clan Carmichael USA's homepage, and donating has never been easier. Your donations help support Clan Carmichael USA as we expand and grow to do even more in the future. So, without further delay, let's talk more about clan gatherings. Andrew Carmichael, the younger of Carmichael, thanks for joining us today on Clan Carmichael Radio. I appreciate you taking the time. So I want to start out. Um, I'm going to start out with some real simple questions. I assume a lot of the people who are listening to this show are probably familiar with the gatherings that take place at the Carmichael Estate. But I wanted to just ask a broad question and have you tell us a little bit about it in your own way, in your own description. What is the gathering? That's a great question, Scott. Um, yeah, the gathering really was um, invented by. Uh, my well, the Carmichael gathering was invented by my father, uh, and we got here in um, to Carmichael in 1980, and the first clan gathering was in 1983. And uh, really, his concept was that being a global family, we should come together uh, at the source of the name to celebrate our heritage um, periodically and to um, really connect with our roots and be together as a global clan family. So that first gathering that was held in 1983, I really don't know that my mom and my dad really knew 
who was going to come or where they were going to come from um, or whether would, there would even be any interest to come to a client gathering at uh, Carmichael in Scotland. But they found that there was and they found that um, people came from uh, North America, they came from uh, all over the world. Uh, and um, at that time, we had no accommodation on the estate. So we had to use local hotels and um, obviously organizing logistics of people coming in from all over the world was was challenging. And then it was also, well, what do we do? How do we celebrate? How, how do we how do we operate as a clan and communicate our intentions for for, for being here? Um, so I think the, the gathering itself has kind of grown up slightly organically over the years um and a lot of it has been down to the people who have attended um we've had many clan members who have been to every single gathering all 12 of them that we've held in the last 40 years uh, with the 12th being the gathering that we're holding this year in 2023 and it's the enthusiasm of those people who have uh, come every year that have really shaped the nature of the get together and the nature of, of what we do. And, you know, families um, coming back to each gathering and bringing more of their, more of their siblings, more of their friends, more of their extended family to enjoy the place that they enjoyed um, has really helped us to continue to have the enthusiasm to, to form up the gathering. So I guess that's the the long answer to to your question there. Um, if we go into history a little bit, then you know clan gatherings have always been um, a part of clan heritage, and you know back in the 1700s and even earlier than that, there there would have been um, clan gatherings where clan members from all over Scotland would come back to the clan roots and they would. Uh, meet the chief and their family, and they, they would feast together. They would eat together. They would play together, whether it was uh, Highland Games or or um, other activities. And they would connect as a family. And I, I guess uh, really what we do here at Carmichael now is the the modern version of that. That's really neat. I, I didn't actually know the history piece that that was a, a long tradition of clans in Scotland to, to come together and feast like that. Did, do you think that when your father started these in 80, in 1983, do you think that was on his mind to revive that old tradition of having clans come together? Or do you think, was he thinking that deeply into it or did it kind of turn into that as the gatherings continued? Yeah, I think I think my father um, he was very keen to make sure that um, the place of Carmichael was recognised as being part of our heritage, and that mm-hmm. Carmichaels from all over the world knew that they could relate to a place, and we weren't being written out of the history books as just another uh, sept of a of of another clan. Um, that there was a place called Carmichael and there was a kirk on the hill in the center of the estate dedicated to St. Michael. And and you could come and you could be there and you could feel uh, the energy of uh, of being in uh, the place where uh, the source of the name. 
Um, so I think for him, it was very important that we did do clan gatherings and he, he made a sort of commitment that he was going to try and do three a decade. Um, mm. And, you know, three a decade doesn't sound like loads, but it's, um, it, it's such a massive piece of organization that, um, and it's, it's a massive commitment from people who are coming as well to, um, to really, you know, take the time off and, and make their way over to Scotland. Right. So I think, um, uh, he's done very well to keep that enthusiasm going. And, um, you know, this year with the gathering, we're, it's going to be the longest period that we haven't had a gathering for, mm-hmm. um, uh, between gatherings so 2017 through to 20, 2023 so um i think that's going to be quite emotional for a lot of people well as well a lot a lot of um a lot's happened in that time um and coming back to the source of the name in 2023 is going to be quite special well you know speaking of the the logistics and the things you know you mentioned that that he will he wanted to have three gatherings per decade and that while that may not sound like a lot, it is when you consider the amount that goes into it. Can you talk a little bit about what does go into it? Like what, because I know it's tours and activities. It's not just, hey, come hang out together. There's a lot that you guys do. You're really involved in these, pro- in, in these gatherings. So, you know, tell us a little bit about that. What kinds of things are, you know, typical for a gathering? Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's pretty involved. So what we've always tried to do with the gatherings is make sure that we um, provide a package where we eat together, we play together, we go on excursions together, we dance together, um, we laugh together, and um, and really we experience all the things that a clan family should do together. And the only real way to do that is to create an itinerary over a few days where effectively everything is organized and planned for the days of being together. So everything from the collection at the airports, Edinburgh and Glasgow, to the uh, welcome dinner, which is on the first night where everyone meets for the first time and meets everyone who's attending the gathering and is greeted by the chief and his family. Um, and um you know even to the the accommodation so uh we fill all the the cottages on the clan lands here but um it's usual that we don't have enough accommodation for everyone so we have to work with local hotels um to secure accommodation but then we also have to transport people back and forward to those local hotels so um it's it's logistically it's quite challenging um most people don't have a car and mm-hmm. um so we we provide all the transport and then we try to organize um interesting and fulfilling excursions where not too far away in scotland so maybe between an hour and an hour and a half from Carmichael we go um and visit a relevant historical site whether it be a castle or a country house hotel and try and tie that back into the clan history of Carmichael as a as a day out 
and usually that's a full day um, in a big coach and um, we'll talk to everyone on the microphone um, we'll um, get them into the attraction we'll make sure they they've got had lunch we'll get them back on the bus um, and eventually we'll find our way back to Carmichael late in the evening and make sure that they're all uh, back into their accommodation. So yeah, we, we're always trying to to find new and interesting places which are within an hour, an hour and a half from from Carmichael for excursions. Mm-hmm. And then maybe my favorite day is the Carmichael day. And the Carmichael day is usually in the middle of the gathering. and on the Carmichael day, we don't go anywhere. We all stay on the estate at Carmichael all day. Hmm. And um, we start in the morning uh, by congregating down at the Evil Gates. Um, and we have a piper who marches us, led by the chief and the standard bearer, up um, the avenue uh, all the way up to Kirk Hill to the source of the name. And my father at that point usually addresses the clan on Kirk Hill um, at the source of the name. And this is this is not a weather-dependent activity. We do this whether it's raining, snowing, um, blazing sunshine, brutally windy or icy cold. Um, and... Um, <laughs> There's a saying in Scotland, there's no such thing as bad weather. There's only bad clothes. Uh, so, so um, yeah. Um, and once we're, we're up at the, um, the source of the name, we then march, continue to march down to the Carmichael house, to the um, caput of the barony, where my father will once again address uh, the gathering, and then we'll take some photographs in amongst the ruins of the gatherers, which is quite a special moment as well, because um, it's the first time that we've kind of all got together in, in on mass to um, to photograph and and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's a that that's a busy morning and lots of marching around um, in full kilt regalia. Uh, <laughs> I have to add, although that's not a. It's not a not a obligatory uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and then um, the um, the old wall garden, which is just next to uh, Carmichael House, we we call it, call it the gathering field. But um, we put a marquee up there, and usually um, during the day, it's for shelter either from the rain or the sun. Um, and we have a barbecue lunch on hmm. that day. Uh, to uh, to feed everyone with Carmichael Carmichael meats uh, straight from the farm, uh, catered by local caterers. Um, and then in the afternoon, we normally organise something like a mini Highland Games, uh, where we invite the gatherers to get involved in um, tossing the caber, welly wanging, haggis hurling, and ver- various other activities. Uh, and some people just like to watch uh, and enjoy the spectacle of uh, their fellow clansmen falling over themselves, and others um, others like to get quite involved and quite competitive. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. It sounds really fun. And from the photos that I've seen of the last one that was at Carmichael, not in Edinburgh, I was excited to see how many kids were there, and, you know, doing tug of war and and playing. Um, 
Do you get many kids coming internationally or most of the children that celebrate domestic visitors? We do get uh, children coming, yes. And like uh, we have had um, quite a number of, I think the gathering in 2017, we had a really nice um, broad age range. So uh, I was concerned that the average age might be quite high because obviously after 40 years of doing gatherings and a lot of people haven't come from the beginning, um, you, you get concerned that perhaps we're all an aging population here. But I was very um I was delighted that um, we had a, a real age range of age groups, right from, you know, pre 10 year olds um, all the way through the teens. And certainly that brings a new vibrancy to the gathering, you know, children and teenagers coming um, and um, they bring a whole heap of energy that um, perhaps none of us can keep up with. <laughs> it is exciting to have young Carmichael's, running around the estate, I'm sure, just to think about these future generations of Carmichael's that are going to be in our shoes one day. And honestly, thinking, as as you describe, the chief addressing the clan at Kirk Hill, the source of the name, that seems like such a profound moment. I, I'm welling up with pride even thinking about standing at the source of the name, listening to the chief address the clan. It sounds amazing. It, it definitely is. And the sound of the pipes as you're mm -hmm. walking up from the Eagle Gates to Kirk Hill um, is quite, quite emotive. Um, we've got a piper, a local piper who has been, I think he's been to maybe the last three or four gatherings. And um, sometimes we get some, some clan members who, who join the piper as well. So we may have two or three pipers as we're walking up from um, from the Eagle Gates. So, yeah, it's a really special day and a lot of fun regardless of the weather. But, yeah, and in the evening, we well, we give people a bit of time to sort of go back to their accommodation and um, freshen up and stuff. And then um, we turn the marquee round from a barbecue marquee into a evening um, dinner and Kaylee marquee. So, um very short period of time to um, turn things around um, and we invite people in for a, um, a catered dinner uh, in the marquee and then after the dinner and a few speeches um, the uh, local Kaylee band from Bigger um, will call uh, the dances of, of and this is when things really get interesting because we <laughs> find who can dance and uh, who maybe hasn't done it before sure scotch is involved in all this at some point too plenty of scotch plenty right, right. Of scotch. so yeah um we do um open a bar as well so um uh, plenty of local beers and um and whiskeys as well i have a logistical question for you andy you're talking about one of the things to be aware of in scotland is being prepared for the weather changes what sort of things do international travelers need to be prepared for when they're entering the uk other than of course you know having a passport that's up to date is critical, but anything else? Um, I I guess entering the UK now uh, through Edinburgh in particular is relatively straightforward, I would say. Um, I would say um, coming to Carmichael, 
make sure you have a nice sturdy pair of shoes um, as well as your best shoes because we do mud quite well here uh, and we are actually a farm so we do have uh, tractors running around and everything else so although you know bringing your dancing shoes for for the evening is is nice uh most of the time um good solid footwear for trudging the clan lands is uh advisable the other thing is despite it being june that we hold the clan gatherings in we have no idea whether it's going to be you know 25 degrees celsius or 10 degrees celsius so uh, a good warm jacket doesn't go amiss and an umbrella <laughs> duly noted i enjoy my time in scotland and i, I don't think i experienced any day i would have qualified as hot no um, and i had to throw away my boots before I was home. they were totally shot but also being a student it wasn't like i have my own transportation so Absolutely. Yeah, you have to be prepared for anything in Scotland. I mean, we had a fantastic summer last year. And if it's like that this year, we will have, um, we'll really be enjoying ourselves. But um, you just can't call it in Scotland. It changes from day to day. And any other COVID restrictions on entering the UK? Are there uh, testing, anything like that? None at all anymore. No, um, there's um, there's no restrictions on entry um, and no testing requirements. Andrew, what are some of the, uh, I know that you might not have uh, been able to attend every gathering um, since 1983, but what are some of the moments that always stick out to you of past gatherings? Are there some highlights that, that you will never forget, maybe some certain historical sites that were visited or other events? What are, what are some of the highlights that, that always pop up in your mind when you think of the gathering? Sure. Yeah. And you're absolutely right, Scott. I have, I, I have not been to every clan gathering. Um, there are um, clan members who have been to more gatherings than me. And this is partly because um, I was in my early 20s for quite a portion of the gathering. So I was um, traveling around the world or um, uh, in different areas of the world working and living. And uh, I, I have to say I have missed one or two. Um, I'm not sure exactly how many. But yeah, some of the highlights for me, um, I some of the early gatherings were really quite special. The, um, the energy that the families that came to those early gatherings brought and the enthusiasm uh, for what we were doing here at Carmichael was quite spectacular and I remember fo fondly um, when we had uh, Alana Carmichael's uh, wedding at the clan gathering mm. and I think I think I was probably I think I was probably 12 at the time maybe 11 I'm not sure but um, at the time I I uh, was quite good at singing and uh, school did quite a lot of um, singing in, in choirs and stuff like that. So uh, Alana had asked me to um, sing at her wedding and it was just such a magical experience being in Carmichael Parish Church with um, these Carmichaels who felt really connected to the clan lands and we could have a wedding in the middle of the gathering that all of the clan members went to and enjoyed and um, the her wedding reception was actually part of the clan gathering. Hmm. 
And I really strongly remember um, being at the People's Hydro Hotel for the function after and, and Lana in her beautiful wedding dress um, doing the, um, I, I don't know if it was the first dance, but she was dancing with my father uh, at the Cayley. And um, I think there's many, many stories that came out of that particular gathering. <laughs> I know we've, we've heard a few of them. And, and yeah. she tells often about her extended stay after the, I guess it was during that gathering that she had to stay with you guys for a while. Um, we hear those stories all the time from Alana. She loves to tell them. Yeah. And, and you know, the people who keep coming back are really what makes this all worthwhile and, and worth doing. Um, you know, seeing those familiar faces, those friends who have been coming for for decades, um, it it really sort of um, puts it all in perspective and makes makes it worthwhile what what we're doing here. Um, I think if I was going to call out another time in uh, the clan gathering, um, a really memorable clan experience, probably one of the most memorable for me, was when during the homecoming event, which I think was two thousand and nine, but I'm I'm struggling here. Um, all of the clans got together in Holyrood Park, which is at the foot of Arthur's Seat in Edinburgh. And it was the first time that the clan, all of the clans, I say all of the clans, but maybe not all of them were there, um, had had a, a clan gathering together. Mm. So there was clans there that had never been in the same space in the last millennium. Um, and they were all together. And we all massed at... Um, the foot of the Royal Mile uh, by Holyrood Palace and each clan with their chief and their banners marched up the Royal Mile to Edinburgh Castle. And as we were walking up, we realized that every step of the Royal Mile on both sides was filled with people and they were all cheering for the clans as they went past. Uh, and it's a long walk. I mean, it's a it's a good mile from Holyrood up to the castle. But um, there were people hanging out of windows. There was uh, the streets were full. And whenever they saw Carmichael going past with um, the honor guard with their piff helmets, everyone would cheer and 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 you could tell when people were Carmichael's because they would jump up and down and um, hmm. with enthusiasm or or join join the join the procession. And I remember my wife was um, pregnant at the time and she wasn't able to walk the whole distance, but she she joined about halfway up the Royal Mile. She pushed into, into the crowd and it really was one of the most emotional experiences that I've had um, as uh, uh, part, of, part of a clan family uh, marching up the Royal Mile with, um, with your clan, uh, with, you know, other clans in front and other clans behind, but um, it felt historic. It sounds historic too. It sounds amazing. And in thinking about your boys, who would have been maybe not even born, either one of them been, and it's been six years since the last gathering. Um, how important is it to you for this to be sort of maybe the first one in their memory and what effect do you want it to have on your sons who, you know, I hope will grow up to then one day, They'll be the younger and know where the two eagle feathers. What are you hoping for them? Yeah, sure. It's um, 
they've they've grown up a lot since the last gathering in 2017. And you know, it, the, the gathering in 2017 was another one that's probably worth highlighting as well because 2017 was um, we actually changed the date of the gathering and we had it in August because it coincided with the invitation to open the Edinburgh ta- military tattoo um, at the Splash of Tartan event, which was another hugely significant clan event. Um, so at that that event, we all gathered in Edinburgh Castle and we we marched out into the Esplanade at the um, Edinburgh Tattoo and in front of about, I don't know, 5,000 people, 6,000 people. And um, my father shared a dram with the brigadier and they officially opened the evening of um, the Edinburgh Military Tattoo and splashed Carmichael Tartan all over uh, in lights all over the, the castle. And that that was just super special. And I think um, everyone who was there really enjoyed that. But going back to your question, Lena, Lena of um, um, how, what it means for my sons, you know, back in 2017, you know, um, Fraser would have been, oh, he would have been like seven and Aiden would have been five, five, six. So, they were very much enjoying the enthusiasm of, of the event and uh, wearing kilts for the first time and getting involved in, 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 in all of the activities. But, you know, I think maybe this year, um, some of the significance of the activities will maybe think in a bit more and they'll enjoy it from a different perspective this time around. I think one of the interesting things you mentioned um talking about walking with other clans and with Carmichael's. I attended my first Highland Games this past fall outside of Atlanta. And one of the things, so I was, came back home and was telling my dad about it. And one of the things that struck me was how much everybody there felt like family. I mean, we are all distantly related, but it seemed like, it felt like a family gathering at a, at any Thanksgiving dinner that I've been at, it felt like these people were closely related to me. Uh, and so, you know, I guess there may be some similarity between clan gatherings and, and Highland games, just that sense of family that you feel. Um, I just, I was thinking about that when you were talking that, that, that sense of family must be very strong at these, at these events and at these gatherings too. I think it is. And, it's really interesting uh, watching the gathering from something that you've maybe organized and then seeing how it plays out because there's just friendships seem to form up between the gatherers as well. So, you know, there might be uh, some Carmichael's from Canada who have never met some Carmichael's from California, but they've got some sort of connection, whether Mm -hmm. it's like, and they end up, having lots of they end up having breakfast together or they end up um sitting next to each other on the bus so all the all of these sort of lifelong friendships form themselves up from the experience of being together at the source of the name and um i i think that's pretty special and i i hope that that's something that um 
it's something we certainly set out to do was to form connections with between people and in a world where everything seems to be becoming so so much more divided and and um separated um this is an event where we come together yeah that's true well you want to tell us let's talk a little bit about um the future let's talk about june 2023 so maybe the biggest uh news or this is not news maybe the biggest thing is that this is the 40th year that these gatherings have been going on uh so let's you know tell us a little bit about what is coming up in june at the next gathering at the 2023 gathering what can we all expect sure yeah so it is um 40 years since the first gathering which is definitely something to celebrate and it's the 12th gathering and probably the most anticipated gathering given right. that we've had to uh, postpone it on uh, a number of occasions so um and um i think this year it, it's it's i think it more than ever it, it's important that we come together and um listen to each other listen to the stories that we um each other has um it's actually i think on the uh, Visit Scotland website. It's the year of hit, um, words and stories. Mm. Um, now, that's that's something that's really appropriate right now because we've had such a long period apart where we haven't managed to convey words and stories that we would like to to uh, people that we connected with. So I think, you know, this this gathering will be focused on that um, we hope to make the um, make the excursions relevant uh, and ex- exciting and um, uh, informative. And more than ever, anything, I think it's just all being together again. It's it's just exciting to be able to hold a gathering and be together. And 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 I'm afraid over the last five years we have lost a a number of loved ones and clan members who would be at this gathering, um, uh, you know, had it been held a few years earlier. So I think for a lot of people, it's going to be quite an emotional time coming back to Carmichael in 2023. You're right. I think that um, paying extra attention to the words and stories that are told at this gathering is something that we're all going to want to do, especially the, having come out on the other side of the global pandemic and like you said, being apart from everyone for so long, that'll be a special event. Um, you know, that's the stories of Carmichael's or is something that I'm, I feel passionate about, which is, was sort of the inspiration to start these podcasts, to be able to record stories of Carmichael's, um, to, to sit down with, with people and, and, record their stories so that our kids and their kids can one day hear these recordings also. And that, so these stories will live forever. Um, and so, but I think that's, that's a real appropriate theme for the 2023 gathering, you know, or just these, these words and stories. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's a traditional Kaylee. Um, if you go back in, in history, a Kaylee would be made up of, participants in the Kaylee who all bring 
bring something to the party, so to speak. So, you know, if there was someone with a particular talent for telling, you know, poem, reciting poems, then they would do that. Or if there's someone who was a great dancer, then they would maybe show people a dance or, or, um, or sing a song. Um, and I think, you know, that's something it's the it's the people that make the gathering the people that come to the gathering make the gathering what it is mm-hmm. um you know the excursions and the activities and the dinners and everything that's that's the framework but it's the people that make it you know tell us where uh listeners can learn more about the gathering i know there is a registration site i saw that all the uh cottages on the estate are full I assume there's still local lodging available. Is there a limit to the number of people that can that can come, or is it just just take as many as it will, as will come? You'll give me sleepless nights here, Scott, thinking <laughs> that we're going to have like 200 people coming. Um, yeah, so it, you're absolutely right. The 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 Clanline's cottages are are full because we we've had people who um, booked to come in 2020, and you know they their t- deposits have been honored and they're, they're uh, first on the list for, for the cottages. Um, but we have secured accommodation in um, local hotels as well, uh, which we, we can offer. Um, um, what what we can't really do that well is deal with people coming for little portions of the gathering and um, trying to, I don't know, make up their own gathering and come to a bit of ours because that that logistically for us is really hard um because we're we're basically running a schedule for the people who are, who are coming to the whole thing so it, it's it's not really a mix and match thing it's either you you come and get involved or or not um uh, there is an opportunity on the Carmichael day to come along for that day and join the barbecue and 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 stuff like that uh but you know as soon as we get into managing um, accommodation for that isn't part of the schedule, it, it's going to be a path to madness for me, unfortunately. So um, join us on in, on the gathering. We'll, we'll find um, good local accommodation. Uh, we'll look after you and make sure that you have a great time. Um, in terms of capacity, you know, it's fairly well described. Uh, subscribe this year we never know how many people we're going to get it all depends on economics mm-hmm. um global um global um events um pandemics you name it there's a number of factors that can affect whether people uh, are willing to travel to scotland uh in a, in the summer but um everyone is absolutely welcome and um I'd encourage you to get organized and come along. I'm going to do my best to make it. Um, Be great to see you here. <laughs> yeah, I really want to go. I know that's sort of a an understatement, but I do. I really want to be there. Um, so Carmichael is listening. You're either in or you're out. <laughs> you show up for the whole time or you don't. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, it, it's, it, it's, it, it's really because we need to know who's who's there and right. we need to know who's who's in the program but as soon as we have like we we have Carmichael's coming to visit Carmichael all every week during the year and 
you know they show up randomly and we try to greet them and meet them and everything but during this particular event there is absolutely no way that we have capacity to do anything else other than focus on the people who have committed to coming to the full gathering. So right. we just don't have the capacity for that. So it does sound like a logistical nightmare to get surprise guests in the middle of the event if you're trying to do all these things. So I totally understand that. Well, Andrew, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I know it's late where you are and uh, we don't want to keep you too late, but I really do appreciate you. Uh, taking the time to come tell us about the gathering. It's an honor to have you on our show. And uh, and I will do my best to meet you in person in June. I'm looking forward to it, Scott. We'll see you in uh, in June uh, in Scotland. Um, very much looking forward to the gathering this year and welcoming as many clan members as we can to, to, to Scotland. Thanks again so much to Andrew Carmichael for taking the time to join us on the show today. I don't know about you, but I am excited about the upcoming clan gathering, and I'm going to do everything I can do to be there. If you're interested in attending, visit Chief Richard's website at www.carmichael.co.uk to reserve your spot. As always, if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast and to share it with anyone else that you think might enjoy it. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or subscribe to the new Clan Carmichael USA Substack page at clancarmichael.substack.com. Before we go today, also, I want to thank Decca Records for allowing Clan Carmichael Radio to use Nikki Benedetti's recording of the Bonnie Banks of Loch Lomond throughout our show. Your support is really appreciated. This has been one of my favorite songs for a long time, and I was really excited when her publicist got back to us and gave us the green light to use the recording. So, thanks so much. If you like what we're doing, please leave us some feedback. Your reviews help to promote the show and to make it easier for others to find us. So until next time, to your prey. See you soon. Mm-hmm.